listening to the Girls Get Off podcast, an R18 podcast on all things female pleasure. Think girl talk, but real girl talk, where we chat all things masty, self-loving, sex, orgasms and more. Nothing is off limits, which means you get all the secrets, even our guests BFFs don't know. We're on a mission to make talking about getting off as fun as actually doing it. Ready to join the Mastination? Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Girls Get Off podcast. Today, oh my gosh, that was such an exciting guest. Jess just kind of upped my parenting game, my body confidence, self-love, like everything, all in one. What did you think? Yeah, I thought that was great. I mean, Jess touches on the idea that, you know, there's only a handful of people that she's met who haven't experienced, you know, being caught in the trap of dieting or trying to restrict eating or maybe binge eating as well so I think it is an important listen for a lot of people and in addition to that it also touches on you know whether you know it doesn't matter your dress size your dress size doesn't equal whether you're like beautiful or lovable or anything like that like that's a side story um so I think that there's plenty in this podcast yeah yeah, it's going to help so many people. But yeah, where did those parenting tips come from? Because I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to go home. <laughs> um, but no, so as somebody, I guess, that struggled my whole life with kind of body confidence and stuff. Um, yeah, I think I said at one point, where were you 10 years ago? <laughs> like, I wish I had of... Um, had this outlook for a lot longer. I think, I think most people have, and I, I think the most important thing to note is that like Jess says it's a journey like she's still relatively early on in her journey and like look at the leaps and bounds that she's made in such a short space of time and she's just like glowing with confidence you know you can you can just tell that it just runs deep for her yeah yeah absolutely um yeah it's inbuilt now for her you can definitely see that and I have a little bio here for Jess. So she's 27 and a curve model and self-love and body acceptance advocate. She's also a beauty therapist and a mum. So her main passion in life is to lift other people up and to help them see their worth of what's on the inside instead of the outside. Welcome to the podcast, Jess. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited as well. Now, I want to dive straight into things. And you talk about a time when you didn't love your body and now you're in a role, you're a role model for other women in the body confidence space. So what changed for you? It was, it was COVID. It was 2020. I feel like so many stories start with that. But it was 2020. I think I've been on diet since I was about five that I can remember. And yeah, it was COVID. I was on keto. And I was just feeling so shit and I had my tiny little toddler, you know, I was taking the horrible before and after photos and she like lifted up her shirt and she's like looking at her tummy and I just had an oh my god moment and I was like, um, she's watching me and hell no, I can't continue like this terrible cycle. And so, yeah, I got off keto and just just decided to go for it just I was like I'm gonna love my body for what it is and not what I wish it to be and I focused more on who I was on the inside and how I was treating people and yeah just kind of started from there but yeah so powerful I feel like being a mum myself yeah. um I feel like some of like 
the best kind of and biggest decisions in life have just been made so clear because my kids so totally yeah totally get that do it for yourself do it for them yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent and what is the story behind dieting since you were five I I was a bit bigger I wasn't huge but I was just a little bit bigger than my other other siblings Um, I very much had an emotional eating disorder but my parents just weren't self-aware to that so it was very much I was hungry all the time and I think my mum just did the best that she could but obviously very different generation and yeah so I was always on tuna tuna salads oh my gosh (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you think? I just know that you know, like when I unpack stuff, um, a, a lot of mine came to you know how I was brought up and everything, and it was a totally different generation on weight and the importance. Like my family, anyway, had on weight was ridiculous. Like, um, yeah, and yeah. I know, gosh, it affected me well into my adult years. Hundred percent. I was going to say, have you spoken to your parents about it at all? Yeah, I mean, my mom and I are still, you know, we chat about it occasionally, but I guess really different generations, she just doesn't get it. And yeah. um, and that's fine. I accept her for who she is. And But, um, yeah, we're still trying to un- unpack it, I think. Yeah. It's a journey. Yeah, but it's just enough. such a different generation, you know, such a – yeah, that dieting was everything. Um, How often do you meet others who have been in a similar situation to you, maybe battled with, say, dieting in the past or just that, put that putting that pressure on themselves to, yeah, look, or, look a certain way? I think I've only ever met, like, five people who didn't and the rest everyone has. Like, everyone's – it's just such our culture – or it was, but it still kind of is. Um, but I'm a beauty therapist, so I meet women all the time. And I think when you stand on the outside of not dieting and not like into that diet culture, it just sounds so wild when someone comes in and they're talking about their body and they're talking about dieting and they want to lose weight so they can go to this thing. And it just, yeah, it feels so normal now to be out of diet culture. And it just, yeah, it's so wild that you're waiting you're putting your life on hold until you look a certain way Uh, if that makes sense that's such a good way to put it yeah so relatable too hey yeah um and what what advice do you give do do you kind of give these people advice on when they kind of talk to you about dieting or anything or do they do they kind of look to you for advice (laughs) Unfortunately, I try not to give too much advice as I like people to come to the epiphany on their own. But I think the relevance that I put on it is that when you die, they will not write on your tombstone whether you had rippling abs, whether you were rich, whether you had good boobs. Like they won't write that. They'll write whether you were missed, whether you're a good person, whether, you know, you were a mum or you're a sister or do you know what I mean? Like they're not going to write what you look like so yeah (laughs) like the relevance of that when you stop and think like I'm wasting my life trying to look like this unrealistic expectation 
And I just really tell them, you know, like if you just stop the negative self-talk and I think it really starts with how you talk to yourself and, you know, who you hang around and what you watch because what you what you look at becomes what you think about, what you think about becomes what you say, what you say becomes what you do and yet so powerful to make sure that you're only absorbing good things. Yeah. yeah. Amen. That's so. That's so true. I'm a big. I'm a huge fan of uh, of that. Um, now, describe to us the emotions that you experience when you were trying to say get the body that you wanted. When yeah. you talk about the beginning of you know the the years leading up to your change, and then versus when you started loving and accepting yourself. I think it's such a roller coaster because there, you know, there's that false happiness. And when people, when you lose weight, people are like, oh my God, you look so good. Or, oh, you know, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And it's so, it's like such a toxic cycle because it's like, you know, to kind of, I don't even think people realize that they're wanting that affirmation of other people's, you know, you look so good and you feel so shitty but you feel so good at the same time and, but it's never enough. And so you lose some weight and then someone says something, but then everyone stops saying something. So you lose a little bit more and then it stops and then you binge eat, but then you feel terrible for binge eating. So you binge eat a bit more. Um, but then you go, but you know, like it's just, it's, you're it's talking my language. Will. It's like a hamster wheel, isn't it? Like, you know, I'm upset. So I'm going to eat, but then I feel really shit about it. So I'm going to eat some more. Um, yeah. It's just like this never-ending cycle of just feeling worthless. And I think that's what it comes down to. You, When you have self-love, you don't need the affirmation of other people. And so when you're on that kind of wild hamster wheel, you don't have any self-love. So do you know what I mean? Like it's just this crazy hamster wheel that you cannot get off. Yeah. 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 But and so it's, hor- it's horrible. <laughs> And so how has that changed for you? What are your what is what are your feelings around self-love? What do they look like now? Oh, I love self-love. Um <laughs> just like I think when you have self-love, you see people so differently because it's not about what they can say to you or give to you. You just see them as a person. Um and you know that attachment of Will they validate me? It's very subconscious, but it's not there anymore because I can validate myself and my worth is not in my body. It's in, am I kind to someone? You know, would I help someone? That kind of thing. Um, I've kind of forgotten what question you asked. Oh, <laughs> no, it was just my mum, right? No, you no, you've hit the nail on the head there. It was more just, you know, what the difference in the emotions yes. between that yeah. you know, all those years of your life versus where you are now. Has it yeah. um has it changed all areas of your life now? All areas. Even yeah. my relationship with my husband, um yeah, friendships, just even being like an advocate. I don't allow other people to put themselves down. Like there's no negative toxic friendships um it just changes everything it changes you know the way we think about exercise and just everything you know eating or everything's just like a gift like nothing is owed to you I love that that's such a way that's such a lovely way of looking at things 
Yeah, it's just like everything you get is a gift. Um, and it's and it's an opportunity like tomorrow isn't promised. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Being a content creator on Instagram mainly, um, what role has social media played in the body positivity journey? I think, you know, when I started, I didn't start to be an influencer. I was just sharing my journey because there's something so powerful about being raw and being real and being vulnerable. And it allowed me the space to wake up and realize that what you're looking at, the girl on the cover actually isn't the girl on the cover. And I think when you realize that you're trying to live up to a fake expectation, you kind of wake up and go, oh, okay, like I'm actually normal. And this is like, this is a fake version of reality. Um, it gave me a chance to meet other people that were like me. And I don't think I'd ever met people who shared the same journey or the same struggle until I was in the Instagram space. Um, yeah, it just opened so many doors that I didn't even know were there. It's, um, yeah, it's been really, really, really powerful. And just from talking to you, like the way, yeah, the way I guess that you're talking about this journey and this experience, it's so clear to me that you've had this huge perspective shift. Um, what were the, like, what were the things that helped you? Was it just like this epiphany that you had on your own, like you mentioned, or were there things that, like the content that you were consuming, like what helped you get here? I definitely think it was an epiphany, but the people that I were that I was following, um, they were just so instrumental because they were like 20 steps ahead of me, but they were sharing their journey and they were sharing tips of how to get there and how to just live this happy life where you weren't consumed with dieting. So I think definitely other people helped me for sure and gave me those tools within their content of, you know, how to get to where I am now. Yeah. Nice. That's good to know. And a good lesson for to like do a little cleanse every now and then of who you are Absolutely. following because it does it does make a huge difference as to what you're Absolutely. consuming. Yeah, totally, totally. When you look back, mm -hmm. do you find that it was also a bit of a warped sense of reality? Like, do you kind of look back and think, what was I what was I even trying to change? Like I was so fine, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think we can all look back on photos and be like, it wasn't even that big. Um, what was <laughs> I, you know, like we, we're so harsh to ourselves. And I know, I know. Yeah. That was one of my, that was one of my biggest things. I think even when I'd first met Viv like a few years back or something and, um, you know, I'd just tell everybody until I was, 30 something like I'd tell everybody that you know oh I was the fat kid at school like never dated or anything because you know I was just a fat yep. kid growing up didn't know any different yep. and then somebody from school posted a photo that I was in from school and I was like what yeah. <laughs> I'm like how many times have I said Viv I'm not even fat I'm not even fat <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this realisation. Oh, my gosh. And it's yeah. huge. Like, it's huge. It's just like this massive lie that, yeah. you know, 
Yeah, and it's just it's I think sometimes we take on other people's baggage and what other people think of us or what uh, Jay Shetty says, I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. That's so true. Right? And I think sometimes if you're not self-aware and you're not grounded, you just think, oh, that person thinks that, or, you know, I was the fat kid at school, you know, but if no one ever says to you, hey, you know, let's stop and let's look at it like in real light. Um, Yeah, whereas now I can look back and go, hey, I had an eating disorder because I was searching for that emotional love. Um, and, and not getting obviously what I needed. Um, I wasn't the fat kid. My, my siblings were just really, really thin. They were just really, really thin. And I lived in, <laughs> they were really, really thin. And I lived in a small, small country town, you know, like they're just, yeah, it, but if you can kind of see it for what it was. And yeah, I do. I think I lived in a very false reality and. Yeah. You know, we didn't see plus size women. We didn't see size 12 on a runway. So if you're trying to live up to a size six. and Yeah, I don't even think we saw size 10 on a runway. No, (laughs) no. Like, you know, and you're, and you've got hips and I've always had hips. Like you're trying to break yourself down into this size six body when you will never be anything below a 14 like do you know what I mean and I think what's beautiful about the community now is that everyone is celebrated and there's a real movement that and I say to people all the time when they compare bodies and I say you know like but your body has worth and your body is perfect for you like you don't have to look like me I don't have to look like you Um, and it's a very freeing freeing feeling to think that everyone belongs and you know when you're an advocate for your body type or shape um it i couldn't imagine what my life would have looked like if i had have had a role model that looked like me back when mm. i was younger do you know what i mean to see yourself represented um yeah it's just like this feeling of not being alone yeah, I love that. And so what would you say to those who might be listening who are struggling to love themselves or they're kind of wanting to figure out how they can gain a little bit more confidence back in their bodies? Absolutely. I think, you know, you have to start with how you talk to yourself. How you talk to yourself, what you're watching, go on to your Instagram. You can't cull more than 100 people at a time or you'll get shadow banned. But, you know, if someone is not bringing... Yeah. Um, joy, respect, oh, yeah. and everything to your brain, just unfollow. It's nothing personal, but just unfollow that person and follow people who are going the same way as you and who are bringing, you know, that real joy and encouragement to your life. So really how you talk to yourself, unfollowing people on Instagram, on the internet, or in real life that aren't bringing that joy um really knowing your body I think I'm so big on you know my morning mantra is meditate masturbate rehydrate Um, (laughs) I think (laughs) I think think when you know your body and you can give your body what it's needing even if you're not someone who likes to masturbate even if you you know 
whatever it is, wearing clothes that make you feel confident. Um, I like to start my day with gratitude because when you have gratitude, it's very difficult to feel negative or like upset because you're like, there's so many things to be grateful for. Um, but yeah, just really being around people who tell you the truth and yeah, <laughs> in a kind no, I, and gentle yeah, way. I, 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 la- I laughed when you said that because I just saw my auntie for the first time in a while last weekend and oh my she God. was like, shit, you got fat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So you really- yeah, on- honesty is great. I-, I left there thinking I'm so glad she says it to my face, not behind my back. So, you and know. And you know what? But- to be able to hear that, let it pass through and let it go. Yeah. Um, we were at a brunch the other day for Curve Content Creators and it was amazing. It was like being with people who knew every struggle that you've ever had. And someone said, I'm fat, give me, we're all fat here. And I said to her, excuse me, I said, I'm not fat. Like I, I have blood, but I'm not blood. Like I have fingernails. Yeah. Does that mean that I'm fingernails? Anyway. And she and she said, you know, that's totally fine. Like we're all allowed to identify however we want to. And um, yeah, she's like, the rest of us are fat. Fingernails over here will have another croissant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just allowing people's oh words gosh. to just pass through. Yeah, and yeah. That's something I have to do a lot because I'm generally the biggest person anywhere I go. Yeah. yeah. Apart from this event. <laughs> um yeah I yeah I I find myself noticing little changes as well and I guess for people struggling like little things um make a big difference right like just um flicking through on bumble yay me um (laughs) last night but um you know and one of the one of somebody's profiles was like looking for a hottie this and I'm like you know what if this is your attitude like before you're even finding someone who who even wants to go there and then it but it was amazing how many popped up and I thought gosh I hope so many girls have enough self-worth to be just swiping right what did they say looking for swiping left looking for a hottie (laughs) Yeah, one said looking for a hottie and I was like, you're just a dick. But, um, <laughs> you know, there, there was a lot more. There were some that were, you know, really, really dicky. And, but, yeah. like, what so, even is a hottie? Yeah, like, being, you know, being just, just size doesn't um, yeah. associate with how beautiful you are. You know? Oh, yeah, see, this is me, this is me needing to unpack my, <laughs> but my it's, it's issues from having... <laughs> The way I was brought up. You know, 100% (laughs) and – sorry. No, I'm just thinking, you know, that's just how – like that's how I can imagine – I probably shouldn't say it on the podcast, but that's (laughs) how I can imagine, you know, somebody that was a big influence in my life (laughs) would like really, you know, probably talk to grading and stuff like that. So, yeah, okay, there's my issues. But it's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying that because that obviously is a trigger. That's obviously a trigger for you. And, I mean, we're all on our journeys. Like, I'm not super confident every single day, like, but it's okay to have moments where you're like, oh, my God, you know, but redefining what people have put on you and who you are, like, just because that's someone's opinion or someone's trauma that they're like – 
pressing onto you. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't mean that that's who you are. And I think really like when you have that self-love, coming back to that self-love, you can affirm yourself and you can be anyone that you want to be, right? Like if you can think it, you can do it. That's so true. What we like most about people is their confidence. And it it wouldn't matter what you wore. And I'm actually about to do a shoot in a garbage bag um, because it wouldn't matter what you wore or what you looked like. If you were super confident and you were vibing yourself, people are attracted to that. So true. Yeah. They think that they're attracted to the shiny thing, but they're actually not. Because if you stood two people beside themselves, one who loved themselves and one who didn't, you're going to be attracted to the person who loves themselves because they're confident. They don't care what you think. You know, I just went to a pool party and I was walking around in heels and a white string bikini. And, like, I was just living my best life. Like, I could not imagine have doing that, like, three years ago. Do you know what I mean? But it's because... I don't care. I don't. Who are these people? I don't know them. Do and you know I think what when I mean? people when well, people do have that confidence, it just like oozes out of them with their body language. Like they're yeah. open, um, they're talking. You know, they yeah. look happy versus someone who's maybe unsure of it, like playing with their clothes or you yeah. know trying to adjust things or whatever. Like it's it becomes quite obvious, doesn't it? Absolutely. And someone once said to me, you know, if your skirt is riding up, don't touch it. Don't pull it down let it be because generally it's not looking anything wrong but if you touch it and you keep pulling it down all the focus is on that whereas if you just walked in there and you were just your most confident self um no one would notice I've been like pulling the just... skirt down for two days because I know <laughs> can, I know you can see my undies when it's so short. <laughs> I, I was wearing. <laughs> That's so funny. When you were saying that, my mind's going to me at the markets in my little short denim shorts last week, and I kept yeah. pulling pulling them out. <laughs> oh like, oh, okay, so obviously there's like moments where it, it might be going up your ass, but like mostly, like I think you know we we attract what we think we deserve and yeah yes. it's just those vibes that you're putting out you know what, wow that's actually you, true yeah mm. how you think of yourself <laughs> is like it's putting out like a bat signal thing where like, were you 10 years ago for oh, me <laughs> i was <laughs> i was uh we won't talk about that um, <laughs> But it's just, you know, we learn stuff every day. I learn stuff about myself every day and I'm so new to my journey. And I say that to people all the time, like I'm still so new and I'm still working through all of my trauma and my issues. But life doesn't stop just because you have problems. Like, do you know what I mean? Like just grab the problem and let's get on the road. Like we'll deal with it whilst we live life. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. So I love that. That's such a good that's such a good outlook. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you have days when you're tempted to go back to dieting or like punishing yourself with exercise? And if so, what tools do you have to manage that self-talk? Absolutely. I mean, especially restricting of food is such a big one. I don't have as many days anymore. Um, but I get my journal out. I get my journal out and I write down all my feelings 
and, you know, and get to the root of the problem of why am I feeling like this? And um, even binge eating is an easy one to slip back into. And I have this little chat in my brain. I sound like a real Fruit Loop. But I have this chat and I'm like, you can eat it, but will it make you feel any better? Like, and Ooh, some days, uh, yeah, and I have one. this. <laughs> I'm so relating to this. Whole. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you <laughs> lean into the problem, right? But I'll think of that to, next time I order Uber Eats. <laughs> but you have to get to the problem of, you know, why do I want to do this? And you can, and I have a very reasonable side of my brain that says, hey, we can, but is it going to fix the problem? Is it going to make you feel any better? And some days I'm like, I don't fucking care. Excuse my language. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to eat it anyway. And then other days I'm like, no, you know what? You're right. I am starving for this. I'm starving for emotional connection. I'm starving for it's not actually food that you're hungry for if you're talking eating disorders. Um, and yeah. that is so powerful to be able to sit down and get all of your thoughts onto a paper and, you know, I like to cross out the things that I can't fix and then I deal with the things that I can fix. And it kind of, it takes like this massive swirling of emotion, then it breaks it down to a manageable, easier um, chunk. And yeah. um, and some days I eat the food, you know, some days I'm, I got that block of chocolate and it's mine. But yeah. they get fewer and further between the more that you can reason with, hey, why do I feel like this? Um, um, and how are we going to fix it and not just live so many more years just repeating the same stupid cycle? There's going to be people pausing in the confectionery aisle yeah. at, um, <laughs> at the supermarket after this. Hold on, I've got a journal. The temptation's too much. No, but it's not even about that. You know, I don't believe that there are any bad foods. I just yeah. think, you know, I say to my little girl all the time, and I, it's something that I'm really proud of and I've been working on, is only eating till I'm full and, yeah. you know, reaching for food that are actually going to nourish my body. Um, and, you know, if chocolate's going to do that for you, it's going to do that for you. But, um, it, yeah, it, just eating till you're physically full, not emotionally full. Yeah, mm. that's a you'll whole... Be that's a whole other level yeah. like on those emotional days it's oh. just like a bottomless pit of a stomach I can yeah just and I go go and go having, and oh, sorry no 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 I was I was gonna say like it affects me more than you know just um weight gain for instance because I swear I wouldn't be able to get a home loan because of my uber eats coming out of my account absolutely having having a toddler um I suddenly had this epiphany about a year ago that <clears throat> in our society, we very much use food as a reward. So, you know, if a girlfriend breaks up with someone, what's the first thing you say? Oh, it's fine, honey. It's fine. I'll bring the ice cream. We'll, we'll have a binge. It'll be fine. You know, if a kid is crying, what does grandma say? It's fine, sweetie. Have a cookie. You know, it's, it's going to be okay. You know, if you've done well at school, let me, let's get a treat on the way home. And like, if you can realize that, like, we tend to use food as a reward system or as a making ourselves feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. do I need, am I Guilty. actually hung? Yeah. But mm. I mean, it's everyone. Like, anyone that I've said that to has gone, oh my God, I'm 
That's like my yeah. whole that's life. That's so true. Like even at even at school, like chocolate fish at school when you yep. finished your work or um, yeah, yeah, lollies after certain things on days of the week and wow, I'd never yeah. actually thought about the, that before. But I like what you're saying in terms of, yeah, I agree with the no um, – you know, good foods, bad foods. It's yeah. it's about being a healthy person, right? Versus, um, you know, yes or no food. Yeah. And it's very much okay. I've found if I've restricted, it just doesn't go well. So it's better to – I have so much chocolate in my fridge. doesn't mean I eat it, but it's there. And the fact How that it's there that? because, like, after a while, I know that it's there. And so it's like this comforting feeling of it's there, but I actually don't have to eat it. But it's there if I need it. <laughs> I'm not at that level yet. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, you'll get to that level where you're just like, and I never understood people who could have, you know, all of this like sweets in their house and not eat it. I know. But like people that bake and don't eat the I whole know. thing in one go. <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't bake. I just because, don't bake. Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh. I would, I would, yeah. I and I think, how do people like make a batch of cookies for their kids or something, and then they put two cookies in the kids' lunchbox a week? I'm, I'm like, I have to tell even when anything comes into the house, I tell my son, take it away, hide it from me, like just can't, can't yeah. do it. Yeah, but you know, it's a journey. It's a really, it's a journey, and everyone's journey looks really, really different. Um, and yeah. w- what healthy is to one person isn't what it is to the next so don't be too hard on yourself um no, I want to I want to jump on your journey <laughs> you know it, it's it's a journey some days it doesn't look so pretty yeah what what reward system are you using for your kids one toddler or multiple just kids? one oh my god just one just so one. far <laughs> just one we really, we don't try and give her things. So knowing your child's love language is so important. Um, so my child is physical touch and words of affirmation, are her main one. So for me to give her a gift, it's not going to mean much. Like it's cool, but that doesn't fill her love tank. And I think it's really important to know what your child or your spouse or your friend's love tank is. Um, so she's really words. And I was listening to a podcast the other day that was saying, um, you know, when you say to a child, you naturally say, I'm so proud of you. But if you can turn it around and say to them, you must be so proud of yourself, you then raise someone who can be self-reliant on themselves, that she can be proud of herself, that she doesn't need the affirmation of other people. So we really try and affirm her, but also allow her to affirm herself. Um, oh, that's so good. That's very cool. Yeah. And cheap. Oh, you don't want to, you don't want to yeah. like a, what is it? Physical, what is it? Gifts. Gifts. Uh, so gifts, kid. You know, those are the words of affirmation. But like, you know, just knowing what her love language is. So it's not even... Yeah. I hope your kid's love language isn't physical touch. <laughs> you should see Viv when she comes across a kid. She'll like pat its back. Pat, like. pat, pat. <laughs> but, you know, my love language is gifts. And I've got two people who are physical touch and, and words of affirmation. So, you know, it is, it is hard. It's hard. But, you know, I just think this is what she needs. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of touching. <laughs> 
but you just do it. You know, you're a parent. It's just what you do. Um, but I also have a no touch zone where my husband will know that I'm in a no touch zone. So everyone just don't touch me. Um, and I think <laughs> so having that communication of that, and we tell her all the time, you're like, just because you love touching doesn't mean other people do. So you need to be aware of that, that not everyone loves that. But we just, yeah, we just, I don't know, probably more words when she does things because they mean so much more to her than a gift, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm, I'm trying to think of what Aloe's love language is right now. And <laughs> once you're like, once you're aware though, you can pick up them so easily. Like I can yeah. tell you what all of my clients' love languages are. Oh, Hands that's amazing. Yeah. 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 I just think Aloe's probably across the board. He's everything anyway. <laughs> some people of- are and some people are. Do you guys know yeah, what yeah. you are? Um, I'm not gifts. No. I can tell you that. Like I did the I did the quiz thing and I was just so pissed off at, at the end of it that I wasted like 15 minutes of my life answering these questions. <laughs> no, I don't like gifts. Don't give me gifts. <laughs> I was oh, like, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I feel like I have done the quiz before, but I I can't remember what the results were. Um I'd have yeah. to go back and have a, a little quiz again. But yep. um but anyway, I think that's that's all the questions that I did have for you. Thank Where you can so people much. find you if they want to find out more about you, have a look at your content? So I'm on Instagram as Jess underscore Kayla, K-A-H-L-E-R. Um, I'm pretty much just there. I've tried to reach out to TikTok, but it's just, it's just too hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm there. My DMs are always open. Um, as I said, I'm still on my journey, so we're all learning together. But yeah, jump in any time. That's amazing. Nice. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Jess. So it has been a pleasure. Me. And I'm sure lots of learnings to be had for all. <laughs> I know. I'm starting to think our whole podcast is just a therapy session for me. <laughs> I get so much out of them. It's so great. <laughs> and it's such it's such an important topic. I think, you know, you talked at the beginning about you know, you're only knowing a handful of people who hadn't experienced like not dieting or anything. So um, it's a hugely important topic and we're really appreciative of your time. Thank you so much for having me. It's been absolutely amazing. I love you guys, love everything that you're about. And yeah, it's such an important topic to break down those walls. Thanks, Jess. Amazing. Thanks so much, Jess. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Girls Get Off podcast. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook group is Girls Get Off Uncensored. And you can obviously find us at girlsgetoff.com. Make sure if you're on Spotify, you leave us five stars. And if you're listening on Apple or Google Play, then make sure you leave us a review. We'll pick people every week or every month to receive a tiff or a Missy Mini and check out our new products, including Cleanies and Lube, now available online.